Welcome to the Business Results Program. This is how to transform yourself, your team, and your company to perform better and achieve higher results. Let's get started. I'm so happy you're here. My name is Pete Winarski, and I'm the CEO of Win Enterprises LLC. Check out CompleteBusinessTransformation.com and look at the latest posts and resources we put there to serve you. I started this program because I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that hard. Business leaders like you struggle to get results, to build your team, to satisfy customers, to grow your businesses, and to stay sane in the middle of these crazy dynamics going on around you. My team and I have had full careers in business leadership roles, and we get it. We've had the same challenges as you, and we can share what we've learned, and we can make your life easier. In this program, I will be joined by various members of our team and other guests that I know can help you. We will offer new perspectives and share some of the secrets that you're just not hearing about anywhere else. The Business Results Program is your personal journey to improve yourself as you improve your company and achieve your most important goals and deliver the business results that make you and your team happy. Now, let's get to today's episode. Pete here. Today's episode is a special edition where we take one of our recent Facebook Lives and repurpose it to share it here. You can catch these live when they originally air at facebook.com slash Pete Winarski page. And also know that we might decide to put this here on Business Results Radio for you as well. Here we go. Ba-ba, straight up, top of the hour, 4 o'clock Monday. And while we're getting going here, before I forget, we'll go live two more times this week. On Wednesday, we'll go noontime Eastern. And on Friday, we'll go at 2 o'clock Eastern. Um, you know, what I'm looking forward to is uh, continuing this conversation. Obviously, there's a lot of dynamics going on out there in the world. Um, we've been getting... Lots of um, conversations going on, emails, uh, people dropping us notes. And, uh, and of course, we're reaching out and checking in on people, see how you're doing in this crazy world where you're working from home, you're trying to figure out how to still you know, make everything, make the world go round in this environment where things are not as they once were, right? Um, just It's hard to believe, right? Not that long ago, we were all business as usual, right? Um, you know, we, we just had a, a mega trip in a few mega trips in last November. Um, and who knew that that uh, other than, you know, a few client trips after that, that things would be you know pretty much shut down. And that's what today's conversation is about. Today's conversation is about the travel requests that you might be getting because we're actually getting some travel requests that are coming in. And, you know, the the question comes in something like this, you know, one case recently it was, Hey, I'm not able to travel yet. Can you pinch hit for me? Right. Would you cover for me? I'm not able to travel because my blank relative is not well. And if I travel, when I come back, I've got to shut myself down 
for a 14-day voluntary um, quarantine, right? So I'm not willing to do that. Do Can you or someone on your team go pinch hit and take care of that for me, right? So that's an interesting one. Another is, you know, we do have some, some client conversations. Uh, there's projects that we were doing and we're still supporting from now an arm's length away, right, a distance. And then there's other conversations that sound something like this. Hey, our sites need your help. Can you go in or when, how quickly, can you go in and be on site to help them out? Excellent question. I love getting that question because that means people are looking for, for help, looking for, for us to give them uh, you know, some of our guidance and advice. The challenge is, you know, what do you do? Should you be traveling right now uh, or not, right? That's, um, that's an interesting one to answer. So if you are um, actually considering traveling, then the first principle is this, be safe, right? Um, well, what does safe looks like? Well, first of all, you know, figure out what is required um, in that environment. If you're going through airports, if you're going into buildings, whatever, what's required? You know, I have some people uh, around me in my community who are necessary workers or essential workers. Let me say it that way. I've got my sister who works in the ER at Hartford Hospital, right? So she's going in to work. She's been going in steadily throughout this whole thing. You know, she's got her masks and uh, I'm not even sure what else uh, she's wearing. Other people I've talked to, I've got, you know, someone who runs the manufacturing at a company close by that they supply uh, military and the government. And, you know, so that there are certain criteria that they have in order to be at work. Now, obviously, social distancing, you got to be, um, you know, plenty uh, far apart from, from one another. For you metric system people, two meters uh, six feet is what we here in the U.S. say, uh, but be smart about that. So masks, you know, do you require safety glasses or, um, you know, gloves or, or what else might you require? Interestingly, I spoke to someone recently and they said they were getting advice from the government, not the, not the version of the advice that you hear on the news, but the actual, here's the government recommendation. And it was like, you put on your mask, it's got to be the, the N95 um, you, you put on safety glasses, you put on gloves, you make sure everything is washed and scrubbed down. And you know, all of those criteria are absolutely critical. Hey, Lisa, thanks for joining. Um, you know, the, and, and so this is the government's advice. Like, you know, never mind what you're hearing on TV. These are the things that you must do if you're traveling on our behalf, right? So, so take heed and understand what those requirements are. So wear the gear, whether it's a mask or your gloves or your safety glasses, don't worry what you look like. Get out there um, and uh, you know, be safe, be smart. We actually have you know, family members here who are getting ready to start working at our local grocery store um, because they need the help, right? The stores need the help. People are still coming in there and they're, they're looking for employees. Um, and you know, my uh, you know, two sons and my wife, they're all like, let's go help them out. We have some capacity. You know, we, we can get in there. Um, you know, obviously... It's a, it's a temporary situation that they're in this mode, but you know why not? Now, when you go in there, once again, you have to make sure that you're being smart and safe about whatever is required. Here's the next thing. 
Prepare for flight delays. So if you're not driving somewhere, but you have to go far away, you know, remember the, the airlines, a lot, you know, the, the majority of their fleet is grounded, right? They're not flying with full airplanes the way, the way they were six months ago. Um, so you know, we know of a few stories, a lot of the commuter airplanes, you know, the small, shorter flight distances, um, they're likely to be um, more likely to be canceled perhaps um, and it's probably dependent on the airline, depending on the route, but just be, be prepared for a delay. Be prepared to say, okay, I've got a 6 a.m. flight, but then that one gets canceled. And then there's one at 10 a.m. and oops, that one gets canceled. And then there's one at two and oops, that one gets canceled. And then finally you get on one at four o'clock. And so obviously you arrive uh, much, much later. That's the story that we're hearing from people we know who are traveling right now. Um, you know, so you know, that, that is a real story. If you do need to travel and you need to hop on an airplane, obviously that, that stay safe one factors in, but then make sure that you can actually get there. So if it's time sensitive, you might want to build in some contingencies. And we had a conversation about, you know, getting, you know, how quickly can you get to Iowa, to, to a site in Iowa? And, you know, the advice was fly to Chicago and drive rather than try and change planes in Chicago, because that plane change, you might lose another half day or a day uh, beyond what you thought you might have to. So have that in mind. Here's the next thing. Check the websites. Here's, here's some of the, the websites to look at, obviously. There's the, here we go, the CDC, um, your state government, the airline websites. You know, obviously, along the lines of staying safe, you want to know, well, what's the current advice? So watch What's the CDC saying? There are representatives for the U.S. Let's make sure that you know we're on track. Everything's good. You're following their recommendations. Then, what do the state governments say? You know, some of the states are you know like Massachusetts for a while. They they quote unquote close their borders. Um, they don't want people you know traveling in and out across the border. Um, and I'm not even sure if that's still true, but that was true uh, over the last few weeks. So um, that might not be relevant for a lot of you, but for for me, I'm 30 minutes from the Massachusetts border, right? I could drive up there and maybe that's not allowed. Um, when we had the question, uh, you know, what about Iowa? Can you get here and, and help out in this project? Like, we don't even know what the Iowa government's requirements are. And it turns out that there um, happen to be a state where they recommend quarantining. Like, as soon as you get into the state, they want you to quarantine, but you don't have to. You know, it's like one of those really loosey-goosey um ways to interpret what's the right smart thing to do here. Um, we happen to know that there are people traveling in and out of that location. Um, you know, the business that they're going to help is a, an essential business. Okay, so maybe there's some, some loopholes or workarounds. But again, back to rule number one, be smart. Rule number two, watch for the delays. Then rule number three, you know, well, what's even required here? Well, so we were going on some of the websites and just trying to figure out well, what's even possible, what's allowed, and it is confusing. Of course, every state government has their website set up totally different. It's not the same. It's not easy to navigate. You find something that's posted there and it was posted six weeks ago. So, you know, that's not the best advice. It's not valid today. So, ta-da, Renee and our team, you know, wisely said, ah, I know where to look. And she went on the airline website. So, 
um, you know, the, the airlines, obviously, they have to be compliant as well, and they're more up to date and they know where to look. And so that was really helpful. And we're like, aha, if we wanted, we could go here. Or if we wanted to, we could not even go here, right? That, that sort of thing, what the, what the requirements and restrictions are. So keep that in mind. Okay, now, here's the, the biggest one from my standpoint is, what about supporting remotely? What we're learning, obviously, in this time right now is we'll look at how much remote work is actually happening. It's like the only work that's happening with a handful of exceptions. The norm is your remote. I'm here in my home office right now. Um, you know, you are probably watching this right now from your home office, wherever that might be. Or if you are going into work, there's probably not a lot of you there. There's probably only a few and you're practicing good social distancing and all of those other be safe habits, right? So with that in mind, you know, the thing to, uh, to really think about is certainly how can you support without having to actually travel there in the first place? And you might find that you can actually still achieve maybe 80%, maybe even close to 100%. So I'll tell you, you know, from our standpoint, you know, a couple of the requests we've had in the recent past were, can you get to one of our sites, or multiple sites was actually the request, and help us understand how the operations are running, how the, you know, how the, the site leader, can you, you know, make some observations and help them out? And here's the thing, obviously any sort of an analysis um, that we do, we can obviously like mail us the spreadsheets, mail us the data, you know, email it. Um, we can we can study and do that. Obviously, any one-on-one -on -one conversation, piece of cake, pick up the phone, hop on uh, Zoom. We can still do that. So that goes without saying. You can accomplish the same things. Now we've actually gone and figured out how to actually do anything. And I mean anything, anything and everything that we do in a conference room on site, we can do remotely. We can drive trainings, drive presentations, do brainstorming exercises, do any you know, writing, the equivalent of writing on a dry erase board or flip charts and all that. We have been doing a lot of studying of what are some of the best practices we've been putting in the, both as students and as uh, leaders actually executing this. So, you know, bold statement, anything and everything that we would do in a conference room, we can do remotely. And I'm challenging you to figure out the same thing. The other thing is a lot of, and that's a, you know, loosey-goosey qualifier, but a lot of what we could do on the quote-unquote, quote-unquote, shop floor if it's a manufacturing site, it's the factory floor. If it's a, let's, let's say it's a grocery store, then obviously the floor of the grocery. But on site, you know, where you walk the operation and make observations of how things are working and you know, what are people doing and how are they doing it. And a lot of that can be done remotely. How you might be wondering. Well, I'm going to give you one of the tips is that we've actually started to use Zoom remotely with one of the people who is on site and they connect up and they carry their mobile phone and they narrate and shoot, you know, kind of point the camera to what it is that they want us to see. And we have a dialogue. It can be done from a distance. 
Um, we actually have a podcast episode that David Tweet and I recorded. Uh, it's in the can right now. It's, I think it's going to be released in a week or two. I'm not sure. I don't remember the exact date. Um, but how to do our daily leadership process, our daily leadership methodology, where normally the team of people, the management team, goes site to site, you know, part of, part of the location um, to the visual boards. And of course, they're doing this with proper social distancing. You've got to stay far enough apart. And now if it's a loud area, you're in the back, you can't really hear and all this. So imagine you have multiple people all on the same Zoom. You could be 20 feet away, um, still see the data. Maybe you have to get a little bit closer to, to get up and look at the graphs and the charts. Um, but you can still be part of the conversation. And for those who are not on site, like in my home office here, I could still participate in that. So my challenge to you is to figure out how you can still support even the, the activities that you thought you had to be on site to handle and actually handle them remotely. So I'm gonna say a lot of those you can and all of the things that were once done in a conference room that you can do those. So to recap, you know, if you have a travel request, hey, I need you, I'm in trouble, can you help me? I need you to fly here and help us out in person. You know, first of all, um, be safe, whatever the criteria is. Secondly, if you're gonna travel there, uh, find out, well, what are the requirements? Can you, can you even, is it allowed, right? Thirdly, be prepared for travel delays, you know, canceled flights. You might be the only person on a flight. Um, so there's a lot of uh, variability in travel. And then lastly, can you actually pull it off remotely? And, and my suggestion is a lot of that you can. So uh, keep your eyes open. We've got some resources coming relative to this whole virtual world. Um, let me get the website there. Um, winconsulting.co, winconsulting.co will direct you. That's the generic link. Um, there are more specific links that we'll put into the um, uh, into the, the notes after this uh, live is posted. Um, but there's the webinar there. We have a book. We're putting the final touches on the manuscript. We're, we're grinding through the final formatting, getting the final endorsements, getting this put up. Um, so this will be released and we'll, we'll do a proper book launch for this shortly. Um, it's all about speed. It's all about topics that are interesting to you as a virtual worker right now. And we want to help you out as quickly as we can get this stuff into your hands. Take care, everyone. We will see you Wednesday at noon and then again Friday at 2 p.m. And those are Eastern time. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Business Results Radio. Remember to share this episode on social media or directly with people you think would benefit from it. And if you are willing, subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star rating. Go ahead and do that now while you're thinking of it. I also want to invite you to visit businessresultsradio.com. And if you want to learn more about the Wind Enterprises team or about the business consulting and mentoring services we provide, visit CompleteBusinessTransformation.com. Thanks a bunch, and we will catch you again soon.